How many of y'all have children? Let me see him. Praise God. How many of y'all want children one day? Please listen. Take good notes. All right. One day, those little people running around will grow up to be someone's husband, someone's wife. They'll be someone's employee. They'll be someone's tenant, somebody's roommate, somebody's student, somebody's church member, and hopefully one day be a mighty servant of God in the earth. Since this is true, parents think ahead. Don't just think of that little cute little baby. Don't just think of that cute little boy, that cute little girl, that toddler, that tween, that teen. Don't, don't just think of them as that because one day they're going to be somebody's husband, somebody's wife, somebody's employee, somebody's employer, somebody's student, somebody's neighbor. Oh, my God. I wish some people would have raised some people right. Popping firecrackers at 2 o'clock in the morning on Christmas Eve? Somebody raise your right. Like, do you know other people asleep? <laughs> but if you raise your people right, do you understand what we're talking about? Whenever I see mostly 99% African American young people smashing and grabbing on TV, you know what I think about? Huh? I think about the fact ain't nowhere in the world I'd have been smashing and grabbing nothing on TV. And my mama knowed it. My God. I wouldn't be here today. Where are the parents? We walk up and down the hall of the high school. And hear the filth coming out of young ladies, young ladies' mouths. I wonder, where are the parents? And who's training you? So there are things that as you are raising your children, you got to make sure you're putting in them. Are y'all with me? Look at Psalms 127 and 4. Diamond, I'm sorry. I didn't send it to you. <laughs> like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. They're not rugrats. They're not inconveniences. To the man or woman that know how to raise a child, they are arrows in the hand of a warrior. Yeah. The Jews don't see their children as rugrats. They see their children as the person that's getting ready to carry on the dentist, the family business, the family cleaners. Come on, somebody. The royals don't see their children as rugrats. They see them as the next prince and the princesses. They raise them to be that. And I don't care how much in our culture, in our vernacular, black people, you call yourself, what's up, king? What's up, queen? If you're not raising your children to be a king and a queen, what good is all of that? Like arrows in the hand of a warrior. Y'all, this is warfare. And when you're raising your children in this culture, it's warfare. And you got to look at it like that. Do you understand what I'm talking about? As arrows in the hand of a mighty warrior, so are the children of one youth. Happy is the man who has a quiver full of them. He shall not be ashamed when he speaks to his enemies in the gates. His enemies will be conquered by his children if he raise them right. Here's just a kind of wisdom. 
If you don't raise your children right, guess what's going to happen? You're going to have to raise their children. All these grandmamas can't retire. You know why? Because they didn't raise their children right. Now they stuck with their, with their children. How that happen? Because their children was on drugs, living all kind of crazy. The, 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 the social service people walked in and said, we're going to take the children. And grandma said, they can't stay with us. But then they said, well, if we take them, they're going to be in the stranger. They need to stay with the next kid. Oh, well, I'll take them. There goes vacation. There goes retirement. So many of our African-American kids not even living with their biological parents. They living with their grandparents because their biological parents are in jail. They strung out. They, they was out there in the streets, got killed or something. If you don't raise your children right, you're going to raise your children's children. And some of them, you're going to raise them early because they're going to have them early. I can't hear nobody. But if you raise them right, they're going to deal with your enemies. I love this part. This is so good. Watch this, Gina. As a parent, you should want better for your kids. Now, some of us are trying to give it in the wrong way, so I want you to understand it. But you should want better. Watch this. Was you a virgin when you got married or whatever? Huh? No. Shouldn't you want better for your kids? Figure out how to turn that around. See, that's your enemy. The stuff you didn't defeat, if you raise them right, they'll defeat it. I wish I had somebody. There are things we know. Now, more than anybody between me and my wife, probably me, but both of us, she'll tell you, you know, from childhood, struggle with her weight, struggle with her weight, I struggle with mine, all this up and down. You know, we brought children to the world. Before, before they came in the world, did we pray for them? We broke the curse of obesity over them. None of our children have battled with that. And when we saw our girls going in that direction, right? Because, see, they're going to defeat our enemies. We said, no, nah, we instituted salad night. Salad night? Yeah. We eat salad twice a week. And... You and your other sister, y'all get out, y'all walk a mile and a half every day. Y'all start with a mile. And I need to see it too. On the phone, I need to see y'all did a mile, screenshot it, and send it to me. Three times a week. Did we do that? Did they like, did you like that? No, they didn't like it. But I don't care. We was looking out for their future. Somebody say amen. amen. Then when they 24, 25, can't find a husband because they 600 pound life, who did that? Who bought the food? If your child is obese, it's the parents' fault. The enemies. The things that you didn't defeat, they should defeat it. Come on, somebody. You struggle with bad credit, bad finances. Why don't you teach your kids? Why don't you take them to a, a a financial literacy class in the summertime and, and let, them, let them learn about stuff that you didn't know because they're like arrows. They can go further than you. Come on, somebody. If I shoot an arrow, it's going to go further than me and it's going to defeat some of my enemies. I wish somebody would get excited about their children and their children's children, come on, being better off But we got too many mamas trying to compete with their daughters. She got on juicy warm up, and you got on juicy, and it's droopy. Tell me, I look, I, I look just like my daughter. No, you don't. Hello. And we got parents who don't even want their children to be better. We got parents who don't even care about their children. We got parents neglecting their children. Let alone all the abuse that goes on. But y'all, children are arrows. Here we go. Look at 1 Peter 5 and 8. Diamond, I'm going to send this to y'all while I'm talking. Ain't no need to apologize right down. I can just send it. <laughs> Let's look at uh, 
First Peter 5 and 8. Coming to you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And for the subject of this message, he's seeking to devour your children. So parents got to be sober. Everybody be sober. That's one of the things we're praying for, and we've been talking about in church all, all you know, just for last months. Y'all, you ought to pray to be sober. Don't walk around here delusional. Don't walk around here deceived. Don't walk around here in subjective, truthful feelings, appears, and emotions. You, man, you a parent in 2024, you got to be with it. <laughs> where's, where's your daughter? Oh, she upstairs with her boyfriend. Where? Up there in the room. What they doing? Oh, they said they had an algebra test, and they told me not to come. They're going to be studying for two, three hours, and they got the music way up so they can really concentrate, and I shouldn't come in. You're stupid. <laughs> you ready to be a grandparent? Like, you know, we got, we got parents that dumb, that dance. And here they go. I trust her. Why? Why do you trust a teenager? You got to be sober. Somebody say amen. amen. Listen to this word, vigilant, watchful. You got to be watchful with your kids. Who are we watching? Who are they hanging with? And see, we say that, people say, oh, they talking about teenagers. Let, let me help some of you guys with sports. Because y'all know I like talking about sports, and y'all think I'm anti-sports. Am I anti-sports? No. No, football gave me a full scholarship. That's how I got my degree. I got a championship ring on right now. I love sports. I love football in the sense of, well, I say I like it. Okay? But, y'all, sports is out of way. Who are they hanging with? Well, who are they on the teams with? And then the thing about it is a lot of these sports teams and stuff like that, y'all, it ain't nothing but a, all this UIL stuff and travel. It ain't nothing, nothing but a cover up for these, these dudes to travel, cheat on their wives, do all kind of stuff. Who your son or daughter around? Be vigilant. Well, she want to go out for basketball. Okay, you want to go out? Let me, okay, let me go over here and see who the coach is. I go in there and look at the coach, the, the girls' basketball. She... <clears throat> I look at the players, they all, <clears throat> just the girl basketball team. Look like they stand up when they go to the restroom and stuff. My daughter's not playing on their team. But daddy, I really, I don't care. Not on their team. Somebody say amen. Anybody ever heard of grooming? Isn't that a buzzword now? Yeah, you ain't nobody finna groom my daughter. Oh, we have several overnight games. What? Y'all, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. And then we, 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 we our, our daughter come in, our son come in, and we wonder what happened? How did this happen? Who is this? It's the person that you weren't vigilant about, that you weren't watchful. Somebody say amen. Be watchful. Hello? Be vigilant, y'all. So many, oh, God. Oh, I can go so many directions on this. Vigilant, wide awake, alert, being on the lookout, especially for danger or opportunity. Watchful is the explicit term, the watchful eye of the department, supervisor, vigilant, suggests intense, unremitting, unwearful, Watchfulness, aware for watchfulness, always being careful to notice things, especially possible danger. I say this everywhere I go, and I get this look with parents. If your, first of all, if your kid got a cell phone and they don't have a porn blocker on it, you are a fool. If you don't have parent controls over your kid, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about even teenagers. If you are paying the bill and you have no control over the content coming through, you are a fool. 
You got fire sticks and all kind of stuff coming through on the internet with no filter in a house full of teenagers and children. You don't. Like, what do you think? And then get upset when somebody finds something that ain't right. I can't believe he was watching it. What do you think they're going to watch? You got, you got a phone and you don't have a password on it. Yo, that's not vigilant. Do you know that certain countries won't even let our stuff come through? They won't let our movies come through. They don't give people unfettered access to TikTok and YouTube and stuff. And you, here you go. Just sit down and play with the phone. You give them your phone and you don't have no filter on. Y'all, that's not watchful. I can't hear nobody. I can't hear nobody. I can't hear nobody. Well, they just want a PlayStation 5. They just want a PlayStation. And you playing, and you don't even know they playing with somebody two counties over, talking to them on the thing. You got to be watchful. Somebody say amen. Vigilant, y'all. Y'all, we control all the content in the house now. We just did. I think, I don't know, Randy, what? Was y'all 18, 17 when we still had codes on the TV? Anything past PG, was it PG or PG-13? PG-13. Anything past PG, they had to have a code. They was 18, 19 in our house still asking us for the code. And then one of them got slick, find out the code. I said, how you doing that? Oh, I already knew the code. Stand over up when we doing the code. So we changed the code. And then by that time, I said, Gene, I'm changing the code. She said, Randy, they 19 years old. What? You know, I said, okay. That's where it was. I mean, it was certain sitcom they just couldn't watch because they needed a code. And so, it wasn't nothing wrong with sitcom, but every time they wanted to watch it, they had to come get us and we do the code. That's called vigilance, y'all. Now, these people aren't born again. You know Google? They're not born again. You know NPAA is not born again. You know Apple? They're not born again. But if they got enough sense to put parental guards on phones and, and their own stuff, why Christian parents ain't got enough sense to use that stuff? I can't hear nobody. I can't hear nobody. Y'all, we raised our kids in the 2000s stuff. My son didn't get a phone till he was 18 years old. True story. We controlled our house. He said, unbelievable in the version. This is this, this part of the how, how we got there. We controlled content. And so I felt like if I'm paying for the stuff, why am I paying for my own children's rebellion? I'm paying the bill. So you think about it. Think about how slick Satan has gotten. We paying for the very phones that kids are learning stuff that we don't want them to learn, talking to people that we don't want them to talk to, doing, figuring out and plotting how to work against us as the parent, and we paying for it? What's my turn for that? Don't fund the what? Revolution. Why are you funding the revolution? I'm calling my own kids on the phone that I pay for, and they ghosting me? Oh, that's going to change. Yeah, I'm not paying for that phone. And you intentionally, and then when they little nappy head friend call, blink, oh, they pick up half a ring. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do it when you're child. I'm definitely not going to do it when you're grown. I can't hear nobody. No, we're not doing that, y'all. So be vigilant. Because the devil is seeking whom he may devour. Guess what? It's some people's kids he can't devour. You know them people over there in Dubai? They daughters not, 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 don't, don't have an OnlyFans page, most of them. 
Hello? He can't devour everybody's people. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Is this good tonight? Here are the areas of vigilance. Let's go to Luke 2.52. Oh, man, we got to do a part two of this, huh, right? <laughs> and Jesus increased in wisdom, stature, in favor with God and men. Areas of vigilance, how they grow. Wisdom, mentally, physically, spiritually, and socially. That's how Jesus grew, right? He grew mentally, wisdom, in stature, physically, spiritually, and socially. That stuff we deal with our daughters about, you know, y'all going to get out there and run a half a mile because they started gaining weight? Like, we had this idea, y'all. Think about it. When you get older, do you start gaining weight a little bit? How many of y'all knew skinny people and then they got older? I mean, they still gained a little bit of weight. They didn't start getting some meat on their bones, right? So why, why, why don't you give your children you know, a, a crime chance. If your daughter's going to be a wife, number one, we know body and physique and look is part of the thing that the men like, right? Why don't you help them? Yeah? Because who control? Who in control over whether you get Lucky Charms or, or Razor Brand? The kids is buying that stuff? No. So statue in their physical body. We, we was on that. Hygiene. 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 You got to teach your children. Women. My God. Women. Can you teach your daughters? But some of y'all can't teach your daughters. Because you don't know. They got quiet on that one. Y'all, I'm telling you. You know, women, y'all got a lot of stuff. Y'all got to take care of, right? Y'all, you got to teach your daughters. You got to teach them. It's not all just spiritual stuff. It's physical too. Brothers. You got to teach your son some stuff. Yes? Yes? Yeah. <laughs> it ain't all spiritual. Look what. Jesus grew in wisdom. He grew physically. He grew socially. He grew spiritually with God. Favor with God, that's spiritual. He grew favor with men. You got to teach your children how to get along with other people. Here's what I always tell. Even my own kids, some of them say, you know, <laughs> my kids didn't like it every time I dealt with them. They had their mama for nurturing and, and banging them up. But y'all, you know, they come to me and I'm having a problem with Susie. And I'm having a problem with Lindsay. And I'm having a problem with Freddie. And I'm having a problem with this one. And when I go over here, I, everybody don't like me. And I go over here, everybody don't like me. And I go over here, everybody like Do you know who the problem is, though? You're the problem. And you got to teach your children instead of running up to the school every five minutes. I can't hear nobody. You got to teach your children how to win in life. They're not going to have you every day of their life. They're not going to have you for the rest of their life. They're going to go into places where people don't like them. They're going to go into places where people don't discriminate. They're going to go into places where stuff ain't fair. You got to teach them how to handle that stuff and still win. That's how you raise a child. Somebody say amen. Just good for anybody. Oh, Jesus. We're going to get to some practical stuff. Back to Psalms 127 and 3. Children are a gift from the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is their reward. I want you to think about it. As a Christian, I do believe you should raise your children to be married. All our children want to be married. 
You one down and three to go. <clears throat> Especially in the African American community, because it's the breakdown of the home that's causing all the problems. So if we just talk about being a husband or a wife, being a good husband or a wife, good wife. Think about it. What makes a good husband? What makes a good wife? What makes a person a good mom or dad? I want you to think about it. If you got a piece of paper or your phone or whatever, I want you to jot it down. What, what makes a good husband? I want you to think about it. What would make a man a good husband? What would make a woman a good wife? And then once you get that in your mind or get that on a piece of paper, here's my question. Are my children getting those qualities now? Am I teaching them some form of this now? Maybe unselfishness makes a, a man or woman a good husband or wife? Makes a mother or father a good husband or a good wife? So are you getting unselfishness out of them now? Or you let them treat their brother and sister any kind of way? Some of y'all, I be watching with your kids, you be up there taking notes, your kids be, your, your son be hitting your daughter, your daughter be hitting your son, they be doing all kinds of stuff, you don't even see it. It's not vigilance. You need to be watchful. Yeah. Because remember, that child is going to be somebody's husband, somebody's wife. So here it is. What's needed for a good husband or a good wife? All right, number one, Matthew 4, 19, he said unto them, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Jesus was an evangelist. So he said, if you follow me and follow my action, you're going to become just like me. So here's my question. What do they see in you? Even if you're a single mom, what are they seeing in you? Ephesians 5 and 1, therefore be imitators of God. Copy him, follow him, his example. As well-beloved children, imitate their father and our aunt mother. Children imitate us. Children imitate us. Kindergarten is first, second, and third grade, especially kindergarten and first grade is pre-K. They come to school, blankety blank this, F this, F that. You call the house. Uh, you know your son, daughter was saying this? I don't know where they get that from. What's that word you say, Gina? Lies. That's lies. What you mean? He'll pre-K. You know where you heard it from? <laughs> Mama, woke up. Here's the story. Mama, you remember this? Was that you or my grandma? We went to that store. I think it was Kmart or something. And before I went in, one of y'all said, who was that? Was that grandma? That was your mama? She said, my nickname was Poon. She said, Poon, when you get in here, don't show your aid. <laughs> if you come in there showing your aid, you're going to get a whipping. So I went in there and did something, asked for something, and she didn't want, want me to have some kid. I started crying. And then she said, I'm going to whip you. And I, I, cried, I said out loud, Grandma, I'm not showing my aid. I'm not showing my aid. Where did I get that from? I made that up, right? Here's what they say, John. Oh, he must saw that on TV. Okay? If he saw it on TV, why you not monitoring the TV? He a pre care Still your fault. He just watched on TV. He ain't never heard of you. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, so much. One of, the, one of the most powerful statements is home 
is the clearing house. Home, write that down. Home is the clearing house. Home is where you clear your children for life. What you mean? There are things that you teach in the home before your child is launched out into something else. That's okay. Hey, it's okay. She okay? Because I'm finna help, help y'all. All, all y'all little parents with little kids. All right, now I want y'all to listen though this time. Y'all hear me? All right, listen to this. Go to Proverbs 12, 24. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 22 and 6. 22 and 6. When they leave your home, they should, they should be ready. They should be clear to selfishness, clear to rebellion, clear to disrespect. Y'all got me? All right. Let's listen to this. Proverbs 22 and 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. Did y'all see that? What does it say again? Can we read it again? Train up a child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. And this is not gender specific, he or she. Somebody say amen. All right. I'm going to get real practical. Are y'all ready? Okay. I'm going to get real practical with you. Let's go to um, thirteen, Proverbs 13 and 24. Oh, Jesus. What does it say? He who spares his rod hates his son, daughter too. But he who loves him disciplines him. When? Promptly. Everybody say promptly. Write that down. Proverbs 22 and 15. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. But what? The rod of correction. To me, so you got a ruler in your office? Who got a ruler in here? Anybody got one? If you don't, you should. They we done talked to some people. Who we got one? Get bring it to me. I'm going to help some people in here. 23.13. Let's go. Proverbs 23.13. Now see, and my wife, she be nice. And see, people don't like to talk to me because my wife nice. But when my wife be nice and tell people stuff, they don't do it. Do not withhold correction from a child, for if you beat them with a rod, they will not die. Put in the uh, amplifier, please. Withhold not discipline from a child, for if you strike and punish him with a reed like rod, he will not die. Now, let me specify what we're talking about. Okay. We're not talking about abusing a child. Because I would call, I'm a mandated reporter, I would call CPS on you if I suspect you abusing the child. We're not talking about no abuse. We're not talking about punching a child. We're not talking about Good times, penny mama, 
Kutu, uh, we're not talking about none of that. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? And this is what liberals have tried to make what we're talking about. Okay. From the ages of six months to about six years should be most of the whoopings or rides that your kids should ever need. Parents, you know, they come to school, kid, 11, 12, 13, talking about, I'm finna get them a whooping. No, you finna probably get a, in a fight with your son or daughter. Y'all, if you gotta whip a kid at 13, 14 years old, what you doing? You didn't do something right. Well, I, I show, hey, my brother, I show, wish your wife could hear this. Come on in. Y'all yeah, can have a seat right there. I want y'all to listen to this. Okay. This is how we raised our children. Do y'all hear me? We didn't abuse no children. Okay. When our children were six months old, and we see this. We saw this with some of y'all. I'm not going to look at people. And your daughter or your son haul off his hand. I've seen it in this church. Have you seen it? You didn't do nothing. Y'all, that didn't fly in our house. Is it wrong to hit your mama in the face? You think the child didn't know where they was getting ready to hit their mama? Well, that's just six months. Y'all, do you understand how smart children are? Hello? Now, the old people say, they would say, you take two fingers, something like that? You, you don't even hurt them yet. You just, mm-mm. And he said, no, no, no. I don't see this in church. I see a lot of babies and children just doing whatever, and you can't control them. Have we talked to mothers about this? Mm-hmm. I want to help you. Because when they little, they're a cute little monkey. They're just so cute. They're little cute little monkey. They just smack me in the face and they're just so cute. You know, little cute monkeys grow up in the big old gorillas, King Kongs. So is it easier to get them when they're a cute little monkey? But children look at now, they like, wait a minute, he, he finna teach them to get us. I am. <laughs> now listen, my wife, she knew this. At six months, eight months, a year old. Hello? And y'all, they little legs, come here, man. Did they kill you? Do you know a baby, a little person, they understand? And when you tell them to be quiet, and they don't, and you go, do you know they understand? Do you know if you do that at home enough, when they come to church, and they start acting out, you know you ain't got to do it from nobody. All you got to do is pull it out. Because they highly intelligent. What's the first scripture we had? It said promptly. Go back to that, that two scriptures ago. See, it said promptly. See, you do it early. You do it early. You're not abusing nobody. The Bible says use a reed like rock. You think God knew what he's talking about? God made certain trees just for switches. I believe that. That's a reed like rod. That's what's a reed. It being like that. And my mom and them generation was something. They were so lazy. You go get the switch to whip, whip your own self with. <laughs> and don't come back with no little switch. 
They go cut the whole tree down and whip you with it. Right? No, probably. See, you do it early. You see how quiet all the babies are? Because they see. Y'all remember all the babies crying a few minutes ago? Y'all, I'm telling y'all. I want y'all to listen to me. Start doing it. You're not abusing your kids, but some of y'all, you, you've taken on pop psychology. You start listening to this and that. That's why you don't do it. Even though the people that raise four successful kids is telling you how to do it, you still refuse to do it. I don't understand why. I don't understand why. And if you start early, they're not going to get 13, 14, tell me I hate you and slamming doors in your own house. Ooh, I wish, ooh, I wish you, ooh, I wish you would. My God. Shikamashakamash. I spent praying tons on that. Chipmunk, I love you. You know, <laughs> Christiana did that one time. My God. She got mad at her mom for something. Went upstairs, don't, 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 slammed the door. I said, oh my God. I knew what was going to happen. How old was she? Two, three, two, three, two, three. Had a mean streak, didn't she? Mean as a Texas one eyed rattlesnake. When she got mad, she got mean. And her mama told us something. We talking two or three. Because, see, we was thinking ahead. If I don't deal with it at two or three, what's it going to be at 13, 14, and 15? I can't hear nobody. Yeah. Her mama went in there and wore it out. Okay, let me tell you what wore it out is. Okay? Switch or belt what? Switch. Switch on the buttocks, on the legs. We're not hitting nobody in their face. We're not, we not old school slapping nobody. We're not punching nobody. We're not throwing nobody up against the wall. But I guarantee you, she never slammed another door. She just never did it. You know, you know, I'm gonna know that we got through when we start seeing these. When you don't have to go to the car and get it. Because you should have them. And if you train them right, because see, training, see, when you train, and that's what them old school parents had right. When I train you at home, when we get out in public, I'm not being embarrassed by you. That was the thing. You're not going to embarrass me. That was the whole thing. They just wanted to get embarrassed. You be down there in the audience, your mom be up in the choir stand singing. You know, what was one of them 80s? Just can't, praise his name, I just can't stop. Praise his name, I just. And you be down there, just praise his name. That's all it was. <laughs> and please don't straighten up then because they would come out the cross stand and embarrass you. Because their thought was, you're not going to embarrass me. I'm going to embarrass you. Now y'all think that's, that's abusive. That's a, it's not. It's not. It's training up a child. You got to train them. I used to talk to my wife and, and different people, you know, I talk to my wife. And, and me and my wife, most of the time we was on the same page. And I say, babe, did you train? Because, like, when it comes to clean stuff and stuff. So she'd be washing all the dishes and stuff. We had a teenage daughter. I said, babe, I told them I told them to wash the dishes. They ain't wash it right. Remember that? She'd do all the work, cooking all the meals. I said, babe, this girl's. I told them what to do, they don't do it right. And that's what I said. Did you train them? Go back to the scripture and say, train up a child. 
Did you train them? See, training is different. Oh, I'm out of time. You want me to keep going? Your kids don't. This isn't everything. I don't know. Did I? I don't think I made this up. I think I got it from somewhere, but I really adopted this. So when your kids get older, training is this. When they're younger, they're not really intellectual. They do understand a ride. They understand pain. That's how you train them. You train animals like that because they're lower intellectually, right? And your kids are going to get smarter where you can talk to them. So part of training is that, yeah, if they do something, you discipline them, but you always combine the talking, right, the training. This is why. No, you, no, you don't hit mommy in the face. That's ugly. Don't do that, right? That's a combination. That's training. Do you got what I'm saying? Now, if you're just beating kids, whipping kids, don't explain them, that is abuse. That's, that's kind of like abuse. Because they don't know when or why. They don't know the reason. They don't know what. Okay? So you got to always combine the teaching. You got to teach them with the consequence. Now, when they get older, and so, for instance, the washing the dishes. Okay. How do you train somebody? How do you train anybody? We talk about this with our leaders all the time. Number one, I do it, you watch. Write this down. This is going to help you. I do it, you watch. This is how you wash dishes. Daughter, this is how you wash your own self. Sometimes you got to do that. <laughs> this is how you brush your teeth. Do you know if you don't teach kids how to get down at the gun line, they're never going to get down at the gun line? And you're going to be paying a lot of money in dental bills? You got, don't depend on the dentist to teach your kids how to floss. Teach, you got to show them. I do it, you watch. Second, we do it together. This is training. We do it together. Number three, you do it, I watch. And now I'm going to critique you. And if it's necessary, we start all over from the beginning. Okay, watch me do it again. That's training. You know, children aren't trained, and that's why they don't know how to do stuff. I told them what to do. Do it right. That ain't training nobody. You got to be patient. And train somebody. My wife was patient, trained them how to watch this, trained them how to cook. And then two summers ago, I said, Jana, when you gonna cook? Because they was just cooking every day. They cook good, both of them. She's in culinary school. So y'all, train. You got to. So that means you gotta spend T-word time with your children. Don't let Thank God for phones and iPads and stuff. Y'all, don't let, don't let Disney Channel, don't let Fire Sticks, don't let phones and iPads raise your children. You got to spend time with your children. Now, single moms, I don't know if we got single dads in I know it's hard because y'all got to work, go buy groceries, cook the food, help with the homework, all that stuff, then we still talk about spending time. Philippians 4.13. What does it say? I can do all things through Christ. Find a way. We can find a way. I want you to start thinking ahead, though. Ah. Give me three more minutes and I'm done. Just, just, just some pointers. We're not going to get to all of it. We do have this series somewhere, it's up somewhere. If y'all can send it to them on band or something. Ah, teach them how to win. Talked about that. 
Teach them to master honor and respect. None of my children have ever had problems getting jobs. You ever had a problem getting a job? You ever had a problem getting a job? You know why? Do you know why? Number one, and, and their bosses, they talk to me my way. Do you know why? Does anybody know why? Huh? It's real simple. It's four, four little phrases. Y'all know what it is? Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. We've taught this for years. And still, I do not hear it flying out the mouths of the children at Kingdom Church. I do not. When I get around the kids, they say, say yes, sir. You should not tell a kid to say that. <laughs> Have we taught this? But people don't do it for whatever reason. Oh, that's slave stuff. Okay. People have all kinds of things that they say. Whatever. I know my children, they don't be unemployed though. And when they go in and, they, and the boss is taught this, your children are just the most respectful, respectful, oh my gosh. You know, we live in a, at one time it was a predominantly other neighborhood. Y'all know other? Then we moved in and guess other people thought they could move in because we moved in. Then the others start moving out. But when it was the other neighborhood, we'd have events, we'd have movies on the line or something. Our kids be out there serving, people punching cookies. And the others, they would say, your children are so, your children are so respectful. You know why they say that? They were saying, because other children that look like your children, they off the chain. I'm just throwing some other stuff out there right now. That's all. You don't, we don't control your life. Do what you want to, but you want to know how to raise your kids right. Hello? Teach them to master honor and respect. Mm. It's so good, y'all. Disrespecting and dishonoring the wrong person can ultimately get you killed. The children that mocked uh, Elisha, they said, go up from your bald head, go up from your bald head. He turned back, looked at them, cursed them in the name of the Lord, and two she-bears came out of the woods. Yeah. How many children was that? I forgot. It was quite a few. Teach them how to conquer adversity. This is another thing that I'm very, very big on. Uh, youth today are mentally weak. They might be good in sports, mentally weak. This is a phrase, I, I don't know where I got this from. I might have copied it from somewhere. Parents are becoming more like physical, personal assistants to their children. They manage their children's schedules like dutiful employees. They deliver forgotten lunches and drop off band instruments that were cumbersome to carry. They chauffeur their kids all over the state and sometimes all over the country so they can participate in competitive sports. Many people don't seem to be alarmed when adolescence has gone from 18 to 25 to now from 25 to 34-year-olds staying at home. Many of them lack mental strength to be on their own. You got to teach your children how to be strong. And I wrote this down. If you're writing, write this down real quick. Teach them to gain control over their minds. Sympathy and empathy has really hurt a lot of children. Insisting on a bully-free zone. Y'all, we need the bullies. We do. Y'all, if, if we didn't have bullies, I wouldn't have learned how to be... What you think my mama said when I came home with a bully? She said, next time... <laughs> I can't tell you what she said. She saved now. We got video mama long. There was a little boy named Boo Boo in the neighborhood. You remember Boo Boo? 
That dog looked like little, little mini He-Man. Yoked up like he prison times. Eight years old. Like, bro, what you been doing? Lifting weight. He was lifting weights at like very young. His uncles and stuff. And he jumped, he, you know, bullied me, jump on me. I come in here crying. My grandmother said, they called me Poon. They said, Poon, if you come back in here crying one more time, because Boo Boo beat you up, say, I'm going to whip you. But now we got all this, they bullying him, they bullying her. I'm not advocating violence, but let, this is what I'm saying, though. You got to be able to learn how to defend yourself. Or your mama going to come up to the school, Somebody on your job, your mama got to come up there? Next time Boo Boo jump, he got froggy, I beat the mess out of Boo Boo. Because I didn't want no whipping from Mama Long. Y'all, we got to teach our kids to be mentally strong. You didn't make the basketball team. Here you go up there. Why you, yeah, nah, you discriminate my son. My son, what if your son not good? Why don't you tell your son to go back and try harder? Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Everybody say, parents think ahead. They gonna live with you till they 40? You better, you better teach them something. Yeah, don't insist on a bully-free zone. Thank God for the bully. Don't let your children vent or unload on you. All that liberalism, talking about don't, don't repress your children's emotions. I, my mom and generation, they taught repression of your emotions. Suck it up. Straighten your face out. Smile. You better not cry. Be not with you, like, what you talking, this is crazy. You learn how to control yourself. But see, a lot of these, these new people, y'all rebelling against that. I don't want to raise my kids like that. Okay. Just talk to them. Just, just talk to them. Black kids, y'all. Maybe them Asian kids. I think it's Jeanette. I used to work with a guy until he was aged. His name was Mr. Fong. And he would hear me talk about kids. He said, Mr. Long, don't talk to kids. Talk sweet voice. Sweet voice. You tell them one time, sweet voice, they do it. They do it because they want to please you. So I came home. Gina, you remember this? Gina, how long did that last? I said, Gina, we've been doing it wrong. We should talk to our children's sweet voice. One time. They'll do it because they want to please us. <laughs> Gina been crying. Y'all, that's not the work with no black kids. I don't know how I work with Hispanic kids. It don't work with no black kids. Man. Johnny, time out. Just sit up. That stuff don't work. Johnny be done told all your stuff smooth up, your living room, everything. You got to get rough with the black kid. Amen. You know, I do a class. On, I used to do trainings on how to deal with black boys. And, you know, sometimes you got teachers with that personality. Just so, so oh, Johnny, oh, he just, he just needs more love. He just needs more understanding. John be tearing it up. You go in there, he be done pulled down the bulletin board, threw all the chairs, the table, done kicked the, the window out. And then I walk in there, hey, Johnny, sit your little self down right now. You know what he do? He go sit down. Stop. No, stop. No, don't throw another chair. Have a seat. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, that concludes my presentation tonight <laughs> about parents think ahead, y'all. But I'm telling you, come on, somebody. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I, I hope.
if you adopt some of the stuff we're talking about. Go back and listen to the series. We did it twice. We talked about teenagers. We talked about young, young children. Go back and listen to it. And ultimately, you got to love your children. But see, when you love your children, you're going to go through, you're going to do that stuff. So your kids could play sports. Yeah, they play sports. They do all kinds of stuff. But y'all, when we saw that someone right with the coach, someone right with the people that they was around, they had to go pick another sport. Because y'all, we don't live for sports over morality. We don't live for sports over our children's well-being. Come on, somebody. Sports ain't all that anyway. Most, I mean, only 1%, less than 1% of our kids going to make it to some professional anyway. We can use it to train them on some disciplines and stuff like that. But, y'all, we go too far with sports. And the devil puts perverted people over sports. And those people have influence over volumes of children. One of my daughters was in the locker room. The, 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 the teacher, the PE teacher was sung. They trying to get dressed. My daughter trying to get dressed. Here she go, walking up and down the aisle, looking at the little girls in their underwear and stuff. Nah, yo. <laughs> what you tell your daughter? Uh, wear your, your gym stuff under your clothes. Then when you finish it with your gym stuff, put your clothes back on over, over your gym clothes so you're not getting undressed in front of nobody. Got to teach your kids some wisdom, yo. Somebody say amen. Was this good tonight? Come on, let me hear the applause if it was all right. If I don't start seeing these, I ain't doing nothing tonight. Y'all train your kids at home. Train them at home. My wife, she did that. She knew she was coming to church. Is this true? And she make them sit down, you know, at different ages, you know. I think they tell you whatever age they are, right? That's the minutes. So if they were six, you sit down for six minutes. Something like that. That's where you start. And then you start increasing them. Okay, sit down and be quiet for 10 minutes. Just be quiet and sit down. With no phone and no iPad. Because I asked you to. And then you can incentivize it. And if you do that, then you can play, whatever. Yeah, you know we had a child that was diagnosed with autism? She even trained him to a certain extent. Oh, y'all, you don't let your kids run rampant? I don't care what age they are, I can't control them. Yes, you can. You can control your kids. Somebody say amen. Y'all mad at me tonight? I love you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Father, I thank you. Father, so much of our society is so far out of whack. I wish there were more parenting classes. I wish there were more people that would teach parents. Lord, I don't really hear a lot of preaching about parents, how to raise their children. Where do parents go? Only time they go to parenting classes is when the courts mandate it most of the time. So, Father, whatever in this area you want us to dominate or master or produce, Lord, we will. I pray for each parent in this room. I pray for the parents that are watching. And, Father, that we would get on board. Lord, they might not take everything that we talked about tonight. 
Take one thing. Take two things. Secure their media in their home, the phones, the iPad. Stop funding the revolution, the rebellion, the dishonor. Train them on how to do something in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.